0: And we're live. Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers, episode two, version. Fuck you. We're your host, Chop Blake. Hey. Uh, fuck, Don. <laughs> God, you'll suck.
1: Uh, uh, this is Chris. All right. Well, we'll bumblefuck our way through this one, huh?
0: Hey, yeah. we started. Also, off, we started uh, off, we off that Gato's way because. Yeah, it's, we're, we're missing Gator this week because he's kind of a cocksucker. Yeah, it what? happens. Let's see what's in the box. All right. Hey, speaking of cocksuckers. Yeah, dude, I got a cocksucker of the week right now. All, All right. right so literally literally hold happened, on, hold like, on. Right-
1: Let me read this. Uh, okay. Low and slow, rock and rye, 84 proof. It says easy top whiskey. Hetch Statters, low and slow. All right. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk more about it later. I'm going to pour them up. Go ahead, Chop.
0: All oh. right. So I got a cocksucker of the week. Uh, as we were preparing to record the show, uh, I went to go grab a couple more beers and then uh, ended up disappearing for five to ten minutes because my fridge decided to not work anymore. Oh, I had money on your yeah. dog. No, no. Which was a good fridge bad. I... <laughs> uh Luckily, we have a beer fridge in the garage. It's a full-size fridge, so we just moved everything out there, which is what took me a little while to get back. Oh, so you're going to
2: garage uh, age your beer.
0: Yeah. Cool. But, uh, yeah, cocktail of the Week is my fridge for not fucking working anymore. But is it a Samsung? No. What is it? Uh, it's an Apple. It's a, it ain't an Apple. Uh, I, it's, I, I can't remember. It's one of the normal, like, fridge brands, like, fucking... Whirlpool, or
1: Frigidaire or Whirlpool. Yeah. Or Kenmore? Yeah,
0: Frigidaire, I think, maybe. All right, cool. I don't have any Frigidaire Well, shit. that's
1: good. This a good timing, right?
0: Yeah, it couldn't have been better, honestly. <clears throat>
2: Dude,
1: at least no, there's, honestly, like,
0: I'm... not food at the stores to restock if all your food goes bad. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Luckily, we had a that backup fridge in the garage, because that would have been really fucking shitty if that wasn't there. Yeah, but next time, can you
2: catch it at the end of the show,
1: rather than, like, right before we try to start? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, it's not interesting. Hey, blame the, the talk is of the week. Is the, uh, is the uh, fan working in the freezer? No. Like, it's just nothing? You got nothing? Yeah, pretty much. Ooh, got no power. Yeah, that's not good. All right, well. There's lights,
2: but yeah. yeah oh. That sucks. Yeah, that does suck.
0: <laughs> All right, well, let's take a shot. Sure. All righty. So from the other end, down here in my uh, isolation, I'm drinking Popper 12. Wait, where'd you travel to this week, Chuck? Uh, uh I, I went from the living room where we were Twitch. Recording the other day and I've moved into my game room and now we're doing the podcast.
2: You have a game room?
0: Yeah, something like that.
2: You must be rich. Oh, God.
1: (laughs) I made a mistake. Yeah, I made a mistake.
0: Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, no. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. All right.
0: Cheers, guys. Spun my finger.
1: (laughs) Drink it. I don't wanna. It's whiskey. Are you sure? Uh Uh-huh.
0: It's whiskey. Oh no! Is it the cinnamon shits?
1: Oh,
2: <laughs> it's like the li- Okay, think cinnamon shits, but more lemon.
1: Uh, straight. I'm reading it now for the first time. <laughs> straight rye whiskey, raw honey, navel orange, rock candy, and bitters. Oh God! Yeah, it's like an old fashioned, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But <clears throat> bo- bo- <clears> hot <throat> and garage aged. Fuck, dude. That Might sounds terrible.
2: Might be a rough one. No. Uh,
1: no. <laughs> no. All right. So oh, how's bro. everyone? How's everyone holding out? Everyone's Internet uh, connections holding strong.
0: Yeah. I mean, minus me not having a working fridge in my you know, kitchen. Uh, I think everything else has gone pretty well.
2: Yeah. I sure am happy. I got a washer and dryer right before this whole thing settled, settled
0: in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude yeah speaking of appliance troubles i had to fix the dryer because it was just not drying and uh that was pretty fucking nasty yeah yeah
1: the magic trick to that yeah. is to clean that filter
0: yeah or the you know the uh, line that goes from the, the what, exhaust line what, that goes to the what outside filter. <laughs> <laughs> what filter that i took off the uh exhaust line that goes from the back of the dryer to the outside you and you a comforter up. in there yeah, weighed like ten pounds, dude. It was fucked up. <laughs> dude, you know
2: it's it's really fun to
0: set lines on fire. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm, all my plans are holding steady. So That's good. I'm, I'm happy for you. Uh biggest biggest thing I guess that's uh affecting my life is all the strip clubs being shut down, you know? Yeah. Lunch is on hold. And I saw on Reddit today, that they have a uh, a new thing called Boober Eats. Have you seen this? Mm-hmm. Have you heard about this?
2: Yeah, but it's in Portland.
1: Right, but that idea it's has totally got to travel. Sense. That I got that idea has to travel faster than coronavirus, right? Yeah, like that's going to spread across the country and be everywhere. Good. At least I hope so. One can hope. It should be. So I guess they're what they're doing is they're delivering uh, food from. Because, you know, it's a restaurant, essentially. No, it is. It is. Fuck that. It's a restaurant. Uh, so, now they've switched to food delivery. Only the uh, security guys have switched over to drivers and also security guys. And the uh, the ladies carry the food up to the door and deliver it to you with pasties on.
2: Oh, week. Can you invite them inside for... $20? $20?
1: Yeah. <laughs> to go, come into the VIP...
2: Or like yeah, twenty dollars to like go all the way in, a dollar just to like get a lap dance on the door. Kind of like she's on stage.
1: Hmm. Like she gives you your food and you just throw a dollar on the ground? Yeah. And she bends over to pick it up and you throw another one on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You> fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Does a little dance
2: for you? Puts your
1: Yeah, there's gotta be some some liability there, I guess. I don't think she's allowed to give lap dances on the front porch. She's probably not allowed to come lines. inside the house. It's private huh? property. I don't know. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm all for it. <laughs>
2: I'll vote for you. Hey, if you give her 20s, yeah. we'll come inside. You can sit down on the couch like a normal person. Yeah, but how much for me to come inside? Probably, I would guess about 600. Oh, He's got that kind of cash. Damn. i got to buy a new refrigerator. Probably trade her yeah. for ammo. Or convince her for, because of ammo. Six oh, rolls toi- of toilet.
1: What can you tip them in? Toilet paper is that currency now? Good, toilet paper totally currency now.
0: Yeah, without a doubt, dude. Uh,
1: toilet paper and bullets, I guess, is, is the mm-hmm. the currency in Texas.
0: Yep. What is the exchange rate for toilet papers to dollars?
1: One roll of toilet pa- toilet paper is worth five dollars. Right. That seems fair.
0: Toilet so it's um, so the exchange rate is is four rolls of toilet paper for a lap dance. Yeah. That seems that seems reasonable. <laughs> reasonable. Can you throw it at him? <laughs> she doesn't look near as sexy with a
1: bunch of toilet paper shoved in her thong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Get woke, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess they're gonna have uh, problems when the uh, the boober eats spreads to Russia because now the strippers are gonna have to contend with lions. Dude, this this is a genius idea. People wouldn't stay home, so they went to the zoos. They got all the lions. They released them in the cities. And, you know, I saw the meme. I laughed quietly to myself, not out loud, and then uh, looked it up because I'm an asshole and was like, oh, it's fake. But you know what else? We're not here to report the news. Fuck you. Go get your your real news somewhere else. I'm saying it's 100%. They're definitely released lions in Russia. Yeah, I think that
2: they should do it in places like, you know.
1: Oklahoma, maybe. <laughs> California.
2: Yeah. Okay, speaking of, since we've now touched on lions and Oklahoma, um, if you're sitting around and have nothing to do, which you don't, and you are. <laughs> <laughs> you're go, a
1: psychic, aren't you?
2: Yeah, go to Netflix and uh, check out The Tiger King,
1: because that is the most bleach blonde fucking... I haven't... So I haven't watched it, but I watched the... Uh, the like, trailer to it in, like, uh, the first 20 minutes dude, of the, the first episode. Dude has a bleach bomb mullet, and he's walking around in shiny shirts with tigers. And he carries a gun, and like a six-shooter,
2: like fucking John Wayne or something. Dude, and it saves his ass.
1: <laughs> There's a reason
2: you carry a gun if you're hanging out with fucking tigers all day. And he walks with a limp and a pimp cane. Yeah. Yeah. This this show is great. A lot of people out there are already checking it out. Uh, I highly recommend checking it out as soon as I came across it on accident. I just watched the whole damn thing like in one sitting. Couldn't turn it off. <laughs> it's total train wreck. You won't be able to steer your eyes away. Uh and and it brings a a, a valid question up for the times, which is like who's your favorite cult leader? Cuz it presents a number of cult leader opportunities in the show. <laughs> <laughs> so you could totally like choose your favorite cult leader, you know. Uh It's like yeah. a pick
0: your own adventure, but it's pick your own cult leader.
2: Yeah, basically, basically, it, it gives you kind of the
0: storyline of
1: about five or six pretty fucked off people. And, we need uh, to add that question to the shortlist of, for the guests, when we have a guest on. Yeah. Uh, who's, your yeah like murderer? who's your favorite murder?
0: Pedophile. Who's
1: your favorite pedophile? Who's your favorite your cult, cult leader? leader? Yeah. Yeah, dude.
2: Yeah. Anyways, it's, it's, it's a great show about a very flamboyant
1: dude with lots of tigers in Oklahoma. So please. Yeah. He seems pretty eccentric. Yeah, And, and, you know, they've kind of portrayed him. I haven't seen it, by the way. But they've kind of portrayed him as, uh, like, he's the crazy one. And from what I'm gathering from the discussion we had before the show is he might be, like, one of the more sane ones. Yeah, no, he's definitely right out there as far as insanity goes. But he might be one of the
2: better people. Like, I don't think he's um, out to fuck people up as much as maybe some of the other people are. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. Again, I watched like the first 20 minutes, but. I think he's a lot of things. I don't think he's a murderer, but I think there's other people in the show that are actual murderers. Hmm.
1: So they'll, yeah, so they could be on the short list mm-hmm. a couple times.
0: Yep. Yeah. So uh, that kind of where, where, or what I got out of this and where I wanted to go with it is how, what are the other creative ways that we can come up with to keep everybody inside? Like unleashing lions on the town.
2: Dude, keep releasing
1: shows like the tiger King. People will watch that shit and be stuck inside. What about uh, what if we what if we utilize the homeless population? Yeah. Where, where are they sheltering in place right now? I, well, uh, in uh, the in the, Austin, in the Austin order, there's like a complete exemption if you're homeless. <laughs> Chop, there's your loophole,
2: bro. You can drive around all you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm homeless. <laughs> I'm homeless, bitch.
1: I live in this car. I am home.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: it's a good point. No, but I'm saying utilize them like. uh like, give them guns? <laughs> no, definitely not. Give them the virus. Give them the virus and and speed. Put them in popular spots. Yeah. Huh.
2: Yeah. I don't know. It's not nearly Maybe. as fun as Lions, bro. Lions is way more fun. Yeah. But I mean, At by, least more entertaining to watch. By all means, Lions and Tigers and Bears. So here's something fun that came from that stupid show, though, is that there's more... Tigers in captivity in America right now than there are in the wild, so we have enough tigers to do this. We just release them.
1: Gators too. Oh. I feel like gators are underutilized. Oh, definitely. Oh, meth gators. We could put gators in every swimming pool, and yeah, dude. Chop You were bitching about a bunch of fucking frat bro, frat the frat bros at Barton Creek. Uh, release, yeah, Barton Springs. Yeah, Re- Barton Springs, Re- release the yeah. gators, man. Release the gators. Hell yeah, that'll get them
0: the fuck out of there yeah <laughs> just animals in general i feel like are, is the way to go like maybe a bunch of water moccasins too i mean why not they coexist but then the that, takes, well, that, don't ca- they? That, that takes care of water so like how do we deal with uh you know like grocery stores and stuff uh chimpanzees dude you put chimps in grocery stores people stop going
2: yeah <laughs> for sure there'll be a mad rush of people to go right out the gates until they realize that chimps will kill the fuck out of them
1: If you have to fight a chimp for toilet paper, you're going to be like, I'm good. (laughs) I'll figure out something else. You see
2: the size of the chimp with the toilet paper aisle? Fuck that, bro. (laughs) We're going to need a
1: distraction. Somebody go get the bananas. (laughs) There's lots of
0: bananas. What do you think, Chop? That's a good idea, right? Yeah, chimps in in the grocery store is a good way to be. Maybe, uh, can we get some, like, aerial, like, maybe airborne, you know, uh... Like hawks or something. Or like ravens that are just fucking mad. And just start fucking people up when they're walking through the street. T-Rexodactyls, homie. Yeah. Dude, now now is the time. The people that are t- like trying to trying to clone raptors and shit. Now. Yeah. Release the shithawks. Release release the
1: shit,
2: yeah. Yeah. But wait until like next Tuesday. I got some shit to do this
1: weekend. <laughs> fucking shithawks, man. So I'm... Just- Fucking ready to! I'm going stir crazy. I'm ready to go to a party or go to a barbecue. Um, I'm ready to go watch a UFC event. It doesn't even have to be something cool like football. We could go, dude. I want to go watch golf with my friends or something like anything. Give me something. There's got to be some sport out there that we can that we can play or do, right? Some kind of social event. Fuck. It's really it's really video games. We'd have to take it all back to like
2: some Call of Duty that everybody has. I think that's a, yeah. the, the best that we can get right now. Uh, there is, I did notice this morning that there are share buttons on porn, so
0: you can definitely. <laughs> so
2: that's good. You can definitely in community share some porno. You know.
0: All right. What, what is the level but, of like? How close do you need to be to somebody to start sharing your porn with them? And what, dude? It depends on the people. I've
2: I've been introduced to a couple of groups. And the dudes are like, will you be my friend? And I'm like, sure. And then, like, in comes a flood of, like, very inappropriate shit.
1: I feel like that's a, that's a weird social uh, experiment. Like, if you were going to release a porno, quote-unquote, accidentally on your Facebook page, um, what would you want the topic to be, you know? Yeah. Like, what's the least offensive but still straight legit porno? It's just, like, vanilla porno, I guess. And do you get yeah. and do you get less or more judged for that than you would if you were to like just go straight to you know incest porn or whatever the fuck you're into? Ah, uh, what? I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It,
2: it it would okay. You're talking about two different things. Accidentally releasing a porno? No, I would want to like probably not do that. Well, yeah. But, but I guess like getting up in somebody's messenger and being like, "How about this? How about check this? out this funny shit? This dude farts in this girl's mouth when she thinks she's about to give him a BJ."
1: If it if it became socially acceptable to share porn, because we're all fucking going crazy, because we're because of quarantine, if it became socially acceptable all of a sudden, I feel like there's some ground to to uh, explore there. Like you may you don't want to be the first guy to release the hardcore shit to all of his friends, you know. But but you know everybody's watching it like it's there for a reason. Yeah, but I mean, doesn't it come with the prerequisite of the story's bullshit now? Like,
2: nobody's I don't know. Watching well,
1: there's uh, there's porn out there that has a good story. Maybe that's maybe that's the angle. You I take don't think on it's it.
2: a story. I think there's a difference between story and category, and I think
1: those two things have been roped together. That's true. That's very true. But that's because most yeah. people don't hang out for the entire narrative. They just watch, you know, the part that they're interested in. Right. Which is how terrible things happen to the industry. <laughs> I just, I, I want to know, like, is it... Who's going to be the brave pioneer that's like, hey, Bukaki guys, check this out.
0: No, I was going to say, like, where, where do you draw the line on, like, okay, is it uh only with your best friends is it with your people that you hang out with like a couple times a month is it with the people that you're acquainted with is it
1: and that's again that's what i'm saying is it's slowly over time if just the first like hey we're all going crazy and porn is okay now we socially acceptable it's gonna be real vanilla it's gonna be real like basic shit but eventually, you're going Nah, you're, dude, you underestimate the internet. But eventually, it's going to be like, dude, it doesn't matter if you, like, release, a, you know, no, but it's if you co- share, like, this little bit of porn. But as society grows I over disagree. time... It's going to come out hard and get more vanilla. You
2: think? Yeah, I think it would come out hard. Like, if it was a thing, people are going for shock value. It's like the girl that pours all the milk up her boo-ha and then sprays it all over the room. Y'all see that shit? <laughs> Holy shit! dude. It's shock value. Like this, this is a video that's circulating, circulating actively. Like somebody sent it to me a month and a half ago or something.
0: And uh, I, I think I agree with you, but I guess I don't know, man. Like what? I, I don't know. This is a this is a new game, so I'm trying to figure out like where the uh, where the lines are. Like all right, so somebody. Somebody's gonna share it, and then it's gonna exponentially grow, and then it'll maybe go more vanilla. Uh, you, know con- uh, you know, maybe that's maybe con- that's maybe that's room for the next challenge, like the next viral challenge. You know, what's like, concerning porn is porn history
2: challenge. There's not um, there's not a lot of feedback there either. Like, so I've had some random friends send me some fucked up shit, like right out of the gates. So as soon as we like connected, they were like, ha, ah, here's my number." Send you a text, this is me, and here's some really fucked up shit. You know what I mean? Um, Some of them I respond to with really fucked up shit. Some of them I don't respond because maybe it came at a time or a place where I wasn't... I was just like, oh shit, can't have that here, and close it and delete it, whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, The people of which are sending these things out, (laughs) I don't think they need a response. They're like, oh, he didn't respond with fuck you, that's whack then they continue on sending you fucked up shit. Yeah. So I think either no response or response with more fucked up shit is, uh,
0: is, is the go-ahead. So that still brings me back to the question that I was bringing up, which is can we turn this into a challenge, like the Pornhub History Challenge, where you, uh, you post the last thing on our Pornhub History, and then you like tag a bunch of friends, and then they have to post the last thing on their Pornhub History. Oh, No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's the best response that there could have been for sure <laughs> oh no <laughs> now you got me curious yeah, everybody's
1: waiting well you, we have to well, So are you, we gonna, we have to play it live right we're gonna you, play it live you blew it y'all ready oh, yeah, hold on i gotta look it up because i don't remember you gotta be honest are, are we we're not doing the, like the video right because i don't know how to find that but i can de- i can
0: definitely tell you the the search oh like the, the theme yeah uh i mean yeah we can do that i was talking about turning it into like a viral challenge but yeah we can uh we can do that on the episode too uh
1: let's let's save it for the we should do it after hours after the show just on this game specifically yes we should i agree yeah yeah that'll work uh let's take a shot can we do, do we want to yeah. do we want to talk about the the whiskey are we ready to review it yet
2: not yet not yet let's do one more and then the so next we can get one, three in yeah and then the next one we'll review the whiskey all right, I'm or, a warm up. or whatever the fuck it is you call this stuff.
1: It says whiskey on the bottle.
2: It's got whiskey in it. Hey, my Bottle's Dr Pepper says light. water on the Coke can, so it's like water. All right,
1: tea's made from water. Slow and low, rock and rye, eighty-four proof. Ugh. Cheers. Cheers. Chop. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. What you drinking over
2: there, Chop?
0: Proper 12, remember? No, I didn't. Yeah, I'm drinking proper 12. <sighs> A little bit of Irish whiskey.
1: Oh, so to take it all the way back, um, yeah, I'm reminiscing of, of, or I'm reminiscing about going back to uh, UFC parties, um, football parties, like, hanging out with people, like, <clears throat> you know when you haven't eaten a hamburger for a long time and you're like oh, you just daydream about a hamburger or a steak yeah. or whatever the fuck, you know? Oh yeah. I've got that going on, but for like social interaction. Yeah. People making questionable decisions, all these sorts of things. Yeah. And it makes That's me my uh, shit. And it it makes me think if if okay, your next UFC party, what are some rules? What are some faux pas that that people uh do and and need to be checked on but everyone's always too polite at the party
2: just general house rules, yeah party etiquette this is a good this is a solid topic i feel like there's things that need to be said here
1: well and what better time to talk about it than like right now everyone's got some distance between their last like social gathering so we can call them out on it and they won't like okay like hey guys you fuckheads next time you go to a party don't do that thing okay that's, that's what I'm thinking. In the words of corporate yep. America right now, if you
2: can't participate, then learn. There you go. So check it out. So I
0: think there's a couple that like stand yeah. out to me right out the gate just immediately. Uh, first one, try not to puke on the floor. Like, aim for a sink, a toilet, a fucking trash can. Come on. Don't Port puke on the game. ceiling either. Which is a thing. Yeah. Which is a thing that we've seen. Yeah, don't puke on the ceiling
2: these are not appropriate uh on the topic is a puke there's 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 a whole plethora of things to cover here one don't pass out drunk in the puke area so this includes bathrooms
1: i would i would put an asterisk or a caveat there you can absolutely pass out in the uh like like you know the corner of the yard where everyone goes to puke and piss You can absolutely pass out in that corner. But you can't get mad when you get puked and pissed on. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Granted. I mean, the same thing applies for, like, don't pass out in the fucking bathroom. Like, you're at a party. There's a bunch of people there. There's one fucking bathroom. And you're the shithead that's going to go to sleep in the bathroom. Like, fuck you. Nah. You're going to get pissed on and
1: puked on if you're laying next to the toilet.
2: You know, just common sense things, right?
1: And I would really argue, unless, unless there's a bunch of people sitting on the couch, the couch is really a good solid bet like if you're gonna if you're too drunk i know it feels counterintuitive because you're like oh i'm gonna fall asleep in front of everyone and they're gonna make fun of me it's gonna be a lot worse if you fall asleep in the bathroom yeah you know then people are gonna puke and piss on you and drag you out you can fall asleep on the couch though and they might just fuck with you a little bit they're not gonna like think you're a piece of shit yeah um i think the best place to pass out is sitting in a chair on the back porch dude if you're a real ninja you actually hit the couch take off your shoes on the way down
2: Mhm. Can we say that that's one of the things? Like, if somebody takes their shoes off, you don't fuck with them.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely a rule.
2: Yeah, like if they fall asleep uh, with their boots on, they're fucking game. Game on.
0: I wanna, I wanna interject here because I'm one of the cocksuckers that will pass out with my shoes on, but I do it on purpose, and it's to help everybody else at the party. Chop, so there's got, an exception I to every nasty.
2: rule. Yeah, there's an exception to every rule. You are the <laughs> exception. Congratulations. <laughs> But so it's also a double-edged idea, sword then, because uh, these are how rules get overlooked. You know, people see you with your shoes on and they're going to fuck with you.
1: But I would say if, like, if you're hanging around, like, in the backyard around a fire pit or something, um, you can pass out there with your shoes on. Yeah. Yeah. People might fuck with you. Mm, that, yeah, that's a great area. hmm Th- Your yeah. best bet is definitely to take your shoes off. You'll be safe. Um, and your best bet is to not pass out in the, in the bathroom. bathroom. Yep. Uh, Or the designated puke spaces. I'll throw this out there, too. Um, In post-corona world, um, when is it acceptable or not acceptable to drink out of the bottle? And the reason I bring this up is because if you're sitting around the fire, it's absolutely acceptable to drink straight out of the bottle. Yeah. It's past the bottle. Yeah. 100%, yeah. If if there's a fire involved, it's past the bottle rules. I think it somewhat depends on the company. Like,
2: how comfortable am I in with you? Do I know for sure that you're cool drinking after me? You know? Those types of things.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so Yeah, so there's some yeah, there's people so r- rules there. Some if it's your cues. bottle, you drink out of it, and then you say you offer it. And if they don't want it, they don't drink out of it. Yep, I agree. If it's their bottle, then don't be the first dickhead to drink out of it.
0: I agree. Yeah, I, I completely agree, too. And also, like, uh, the size of the party definitely matters. So if it's, like, four or five people just hanging out, then by all means, pass the bottle around. If you've got 27 motherfuckers hanging out, then pass the bottle becomes a little bit more of a sketchy game.
2: The uh, the opportunity of shot glasses and or cups in the area of the bottle plays it like if you walk outside and there's a table and there's a bottle sitting there and like a bunch of shot glasses around it like don't just pick up the bottle and ignore the shot glasses.
1: That's true. That because it's it's it is fun to take like group shots like everyone takes a shot at the same time you know. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. And same if there's a stack of red cups next to the bottle, kind of general rule of thumb applies. Alright, guys, how about this? You're going to a football party, let's let's call it the Super Bowl. How much what do you take? What do you take with you? Ooh. What do you offer? I, I can't say that without incriminating myself.
0: Uh I, I feel like ground rule is you bring either a case of beer or a bottle, if you can do both. Alright, next thing. If you show
1: up with what you believe is an acceptable amount to offer to the party, you show say you show up with a case and a and a like big bottle of of whiskey and it all gets drank all of it because it's you're like hey guys i'm putting it on the table here it is shot 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 shots um yeah dude take grab a beer as many as you want now you're out of alcohol how do you feel about taking someone else's alcohol at that point if there's other alcohol there then it's there like once it's once once
2: you get through that amount of alcohol my community rules it's fair game
0: yeah yeah, I kind of agree there. The only thing that I would uh, make an exception for there is I would make an effort to not drink. Like if somebody brought something like somebody that doesn't drink often and they brought something specific that they can drink. And oh, there's the one awake, cocksucker
1: that drinks drink brings like Malibu or something. And he's yeah. like, that's all I drink. OK, but if they're still awake,
0: I'm not going to try and drink theirs. But if they pass out, it's fair game. I'm going to drink their bottle. <laughs> all of it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What about this? What about this situation? You get
1: the frat bro that shows up, and he's got his hazy six-pack of hazy IPAs. And he's like, dude, try this. It's really good. And you drink one out of spite. And then you go back to your beer. And then he runs out of beer, and he's like, hey, you got any beers?
2: Um, First of all, I don't
0: drink one of his beers. Problem solved. Chop? So, yeah, I would drink one of his beers. And then, I mean, yeah, I I, I don't know. I'm I'm a sharing-is-caring kind of drinker. So... You know, whatever. Uh, as long as as long as long there's an abundance. Like, if I brought, uh, uh, you know, a 12-pack of Shiner Bach, and he brought a six-pack of his thing, and then that's all the alcohol in the house, then I'm going to be like, eh, sorry, dude. Like, I brought enough for me, you know?
1: Yeah, at that point, you're trading beer for beer. Like, okay, fine. I drank one of your beers. Here's one of mine. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to hold the rest of my 12-pack. Yeah. But yeah, I think but, if you, I, mean, I if think if you, how about this? If there's a cooler, if there's a big cooler, and you dump your beer on top of the big cooler, and all your beer gets drank, that that cooler might as well be yours, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, if there's if there's a community cooler, there's a community cooler. Maybe that's the rule: is bring more than you're gonna drink. If you bring more than you can drink, well, well, <laughs> oh, dude, wow.
2: it's 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 all
1: about who you're going with, too. You know, like in certain places. If you're know. if okay, say you bring a 12 pack and you dump it on top and then you go you drink 3 and then you go back to the cooler and none of your beers are left. It's like, dude, I brought 12, dumps them on top. I can drink 9 more and I'm still square with the house. Yeah. Yeah. But what you shouldn't do is bring uh, 6 and drink 12.
0: Now, yeah, that also plays into don't drink up if you're doing that. So, if you're bringing a 12 pack of Lone Star and they have like 48 shiner box in there uh you're drinking up at that point you know what i mean don't dump your lone star on top
1: and then take their but see again i feel like once the lone stars are and you didn't drink them all yeah whatever beers in that cooler is fair game for sure
0: but well no see but until the lone
1: star has gone that's not okay you need to be drinking your beer
0: right yeah 100 percent. but what i was saying is like I, i don't know a better example would be something like uh if you bring a fifth of Evan Williams, don't fucking kill their bottle of 12 year scotch or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even if they kill your bottle of Evan Williams, that bottle was like twelve dollars and their bottle of scotch was like thirty five. You know, I brought Ice House and I'm going to drink all of your Elijah Craig. Yeah. So <laughs> now if they offer, that's a different story. But and also oh, dude, if there's point then I
1: if there's someone that's get, like,
0: let's go shot for
1: shot. And they're pouring them out of their bottle. Dude, yeah. you, can drink, you can drink. That's fair game. You can kill the bottle with them. If they're with you, it's, and, that's fair game.
0: And also, if you get to the point of the night where it's just like, all right, whatever alcohol's left in the house, let's find it and drink it. Then, uh, like, you're just tagging along for the ride at that point. <laughs> Who are
1: these people you speak of? <laughs> <laughs> all right. What about music? Let's talk about music. That's a big one. Yeah, that is. So House Rules, the Bluetooth speaker.
2: Can pimp it out for close friends.
1: Can the house rule... or can the can the house owner take take the Bluetooth at any time? Like, yes. Can they debo that shit? Yes. They're like, fuck this. No. And yes. Play something else.
2: But they should be prepared to get a hard time from their drunk friends that are digging that song at the moment.
0: Absolutely. And also, if uh, the house owner like debo's the speaker and then puts on some shit that nobody wants to hear, then like that's just it's not that you can't do that you absolutely can but just be it's bad form somebody's gonna somebody's gonna click that in their head and be like he's being kind of a dick host right now yeah it's bad form
1: is there uh there's definitely rules to hosting as well as attending is there okay you got a bunch of people coming over you're doing a super bowl party what do you put on what do you put on the the tunes well, if the like Super what's Bowl's safe? On, what's safe across the board? If Super Bowl's on, you
2: leave off the tunes. You put tunes on in the smoking section outside. All right, Super Bowl
1: just ended. Everybody's walking outside. You're gonna put tunes on now, and we're hanging out. Depends on the halftime show. Like if we had this past year's halftime show, you just replay the halftime show again.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. But where I'm trying to <laughs> no, nah. what I'm
1: trying to get is what's the safest like. All right, party I music. Feel like you're, you're not pissing anyone you're off. You're
0: in a safe boat. You're in a safe boat as long as you play something upbeat. If you go outside and you put on some goddamn Nora Jones or like uh, something, I don't know, something that's a bummer, then you're being a dick because everybody's happy and wants to party. And if you put on some slow ass bullshit music, then you're the asshole.
2: Yeah, I feel like a lot of these are variable because there's definitely some social cues you have to pick up on in order to make the the proper decisions. Like, you totally got to read the party. Like, because if, say, I throw a Super Bowl party and a bunch of, like, friends from work show up, maybe, then, like, my playlist going into the backyard post-Super Bowl is going to be entirely different than if I throw a Super Bowl party
1: and you, drunk fuck, show up. Uh, I want to throw this out there. Sublime is pretty much universally appreciated. Agreed. Yeah. Like, that's a sure. safe, upbeat, like, everyone's going to dig it. By the way, Bob Marley is too. Yeah, I can see that, but you're setting a different tone.
0: Yeah, Sublime, you can—I don't know. Sublime's multi-purpose. You can. Bob uh, well, Marley's multi-purpose you know, you could, too, man. You could hypothetically get drunk or stoned or like do drugs or whatever and listen to Sublime, whereas with Bob Marley, I feel like you're setting a tone for like one or the other.
2: Nah, I, I've disproved this this week. Actually, you can totally get drunk listening to Bob Marley. It's a good time. I recommend it. What about like,
1: what about like Jimmy Buffett? Dude, Jimmy Buffett's good too.
2: You got to be careful yeah, with Jimmy I,
1: Buffett
0: I, though.
2: I, yeah, Some of his songs are sure, abrasive.
0: And you got to make sure that it's like summer. Oh yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Like Jimmy Buffett on a boat is way more acceptable than Jimmy Buffett like at a Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, like I said, new variable things here. Uh, the important message is to mind your social cues, right? Like, you definitely don't just send dick pics to the girl who wanted to
1: sell you insurance. <laughs> uh, dude, any kind of heavy metal, play sparingly and to a specific audience. Agreed. Right? Like, the heavier it gets, the more discerning you need to be with your audience. And careful with hardcore gangster rap, too. Mm-hmm. I
0: was going to say, yeah, rap kind of fits the same bill.
2: Uh, you're pretty here? safe with
0: like you're pretty safe with most most like uh, classic rock oh that's yeah like journey that's, dude I you can like put
1: journey on and everyone's gonna get fucking crunk.
0: yeah the the playlist of songs white people get turned to is pretty much a safe bet at any party quintessential yeah you're you're safe there and it'll get people crunk. yeah
2: i got some playlists dude i've been enjoying some music with no words lately which is has been cool Kind of like a real light cross between like techno and smooth jazz or something i don't know and hip-hop all mixed together uh, i know what you're talking about yeah yeah that's some good shit. i feel <laughs> like i feel like that's some shit you can put on at a party regardless of the audience and it, it plays smoothly like elevator music or something you might hear it like you know
0: that's almost uh that's almost a something. good way to be that's almost a good way to be just for the purpose that it's like it's really good background music. People aren't paying attention to the music and thus aren't trying to change it and or listen to what they want to listen to, you know?
2: And if they are paying attention to it, they're probably enjoying it also.
0: Yeah. Yep. Chop, did you I
1: think we have that uh that Spotify playlist that we subscribe to or whatever. Uh Uh-huh. Uh I've been listening to Mongolian throat music. Do you know what that is? Yeah. So complete. So this is on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. This is like Don't play it at your party. Don't play it at your party until it's three motherfuckers that are all wasted, drunk, stoned, and stupid. And then you're like, hey, guys, have y'all ever listened to Mongolian throat music? Do you do hand puzzles? Because we're about to go hard.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's that off-the-wall shit, man.
1: Do we have... We need to start a Whiskey and Whisker Spotify playlist.
0: Yeah, that'd be good.
1: Dude, I have a playlist. All right, look, look for that, guys. Playlist. That's going to that's gonna happen. Uh, After today, there's going to be a Whiskey and Whisker Spotify playlist. By the time you hear this, there will be a Whiskey and Whisker Spotify playlist.
2: Bro, as soon as we found out that the sky was falling and the world was all kind of crazy, I made it into the world playlist, and that was fun. That's oh, a- oh yeah. Fun. I, I have that. I have that playlist, actually. That's a good time. That's a good time. Yeah.
1: So I think to start with the Whiskey and Whisker Spotify playlist, we need to... just because of the times we need to throw in like the top three into the world songs and like three or four like maybe one of the smooth jazz like background songs that you're talking about one sublime song and yeah just some of the some of the shit we talked about i think that'd be fun that'd be a cool way for people that listen to interact with us
0: yeah for sure all
1: right let's take another shot Uh, let's take another shot and talk about this one
0: yeah, let's let's do that, and then I actually want to talk about something because I took uh, I took something we've talked about previously to the next level, and I want to I want to tell you guys about it.
2: You got my attention. That's a good pop, good pop bottle. Yeah, it is. Actually, sure. dude, I like the bottle, I like the label, I like what they're doing with the words, I, dude. I like all the shit, and it's a shame that it's
1: oh, a mixed drink. <laughs> dude, it's a motherfucker. It's I clearly didn't read the label when I when I picked this bottle, but... You mean when the cooler spit it out? I mean when the cooler magically produced it. The magic cooler. Cheers, boys. Chop, cheers. Cheers. I'm not ready for this. Yeah, cheers. Ugh. All right. Holy shit. All right. Let me read the bottle. God damn it. It tastes like I just inhaled a whole fucking can of Pledge. Hesh Statter's slow and low Served straight up In pharmacies and saloons Since the 1800's Rock and rye union made With straight rye whiskey Raw honey Naval orange Rock candy and bitters Extra dry 84 proof Hold on there's some stuff Our straight rye whiskey is Stirred slow and low With raw honey uh, Same thing Okay What does it say over here? The original American panacea rock and rye has been served straight up in pharmacies and saloons since the 1800s. All right, well, okay, uh, I'm gonna go out of order a little bit here. This bottle is fucking dope. Yep, the bottle's cool as shit. It really is. I mean it's got uh, it's got the name like raised up texture on the side. Um, it's clearly a like bottle that's made for for this purpose and this whiskey only It's
2: got back label going on
1: Yeah, the label on the front is super cool The text, like the font is cool The color scheme they've got going on is cool It's got shit on the back of the label So when you look at it from the back, you can see some I don't know, there's some crazy shit a bees and fucking we we'll to get further down into it But, uh Yeah, now let's just start at the top <sighs> uh, Sweetness Yep. to give it a 4. 4. <laughs> four.
2: Four, 4 it is.
1: Uh, it's maybe not the sweetest thing I've ever drank. Maybe like Fireball might be sweeter, but it's right there. Um crunch 0.5. Yeah, I was going to Yeah, it's low. I was going to give it 1.5. Can we agree on 1? One? 1 is good. Um bite it does have a little bit of bite Not a whole lot Three I'm It's a different three. kind of bite The bite is lemony fresh It tastes Yeah 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 tastes
2: like you just fucking Inhaled a whole bunch of pledge uh, How do you feel about three?
1: Is that about it? Three is good for me Okay Bottle dude Top As much as I don't like the whiskey <laughs> It's just personal preference the bottle gets a four The bottle's fucking dope I'm gonna give it a four Yeah Which is why I picked it uh, Drunkenness I don't know, it's 84 proof, it's about par for the course um, I'd imagine Just a hair above average? Yeah, I'd imagine I, I,
2: Bottles, top marks
1: Yeah, it's a cool it's, bottle That is fucking cool The shit in the back label is dope And the, the and picture the, I took for Instagram is going to be cool too Highly check. inappropriate guys. Check. Crash Drunkenness, 4 <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give drunkenness a I don't know, 2.5 yeah, right now nah, you got to
0: give it a three got to give it a three just because it's
1: a little bit over 80
0: Yeah, or even a 275 if you have to but it's not 80 proof which is dead center and that would be
1: 2.5 Yeah, but we're not just saying proof like we can't just go off a of proof to pick drunkenness
0: no, Yeah, there's that's other
1: true factors that's, there. That's fair. Yeah, but maybe the sweetness. I don't know it, it could cause for a wicked hangover. Oh, yeah I'm gonna give it a three I'll give it a three I'm down. We can revisit it next week if we need to, for sure. All right,
0: and now, chop because we're professionals. Yeah. Uh, we reviewing last week. So last week we drank what? Hang on, I'm it up. Uh. Oh, creek water. Oh, it was, uh, Dick liquor. Yep. Yeah. Dick liquor. Creek water.
1: Um. Shoot. I don't remember much of a hangover. In fact, I remember doing a bunch of shit the next day. Yeah, I didn't get much of a hangover. The
2: whiskey was decent. Uh, mm-hmm. I got pretty drunk on it. I didn't get much
0: it. of a hangover. I was gonna say I didn't get much of a hangover, but I didn't get that drunk either.
1: Okay, that's fair. So yeah, uh, I think honestly, if if we're trying to be professional and we go back to Creekwater to talk about it, uh, the hangover is fairly mild, and you can look at our our scores at the time. Um, not our favorite bottle, but it's a decent bottle. It's good. It's worth checking out if you want something different yeah for sure and this one i'm not probably not going to recommend but check out the bottle the next time you're at the liquor store (laughs) (laughs) and check out our instagram post on it because it's fucking cool it's a cool bottle and it's a cool picture so
0: it sounds like it might be a good bottle if you're into cinnamon shits
1: It's not, Mm -hmm. it's not not cinnamon.
0: cinnamon. It's, it tastes like a
1: lemon
2: and like now we're just talking preference,
1: right? Like we, a minute ago, we were talking about our, our metrics for grading whiskey. And if this, these are the things you're into, very, very high sweet, very low crunch, you're going to like this. Um, It's
2: not, uh, it's not
1: cinnamon though. It's definitely citrus. It, it tastes like, uh, it's like an old fashioned. It's it's like an old fashioned, but without the ice and heavy lemon orange. So what we do is we drink, you know, room temperature whiskey in a hot garage. So for us, it's not ideal. But yeah. I bet if you put it in a in a nice whiskey glass with a, you know, some whiskey stones, I bet it would taste good if that's what you were into.
2: So by the way, on the back label, there one of the pictures is a giant ball of ice. It's like a, one of, one of the you know um, ice stones that you would use to to drink an old fashioned. With like a, a pinup girl on top of it.
1: Hell yeah! Yeah, dude, nice. I'm telling you, it's a dope bottle. It really is a cool bottle, and and unique. Yeah. It's it's all its own. It's got a little bit of Jack Daniels vibe, but it's shorter, fatter, and different. Yeah. It's not ripping Jack Daniels off at all, but it's cool. It's got its own style. I can dig it. It's just not for not for uh, our shooting setting.
2: Like like Blake said, I'd, I'd much prefer to pour it in a glass over a big chunk of ice.
1: That's fair. All right, Chop. Tell me, tell me about your experience
0: here. <clears throat> all right, so you guys are going to give me a lot of shit for this, but that's all right. I don't really care because it's fucking incredible, and I'm excited about it. Uh, so we've talked a little bit before about uh, David Archie's the underwear. The flap got, underwear, you know? Yeah, flap underwear. It's got ball pouches, a separate pouch for your cock, and then you know, it's got a little flap that you can pull up to go pee. Uh, or for so bitches, or dudes, if that's for you. Bitches. Yeah. So. I took this a step further, and yesterday I was chilling around the house, wasn't going to leave all day, so I wore my David Archies, and I wore a kilt, and
2: going uh, to pee
0: was fucking incredible. A breeze? <laughs> Not only a breeze, but <laughs> imagine going to pee, and you literally don't even have to undo a button. Yeah, you just, like, swing a couple pieces
1: of cloth around, and then you're swinging your dick around, You're like, you're right there. Dude, I think... Yeah there's a
2: movement that's as old as time that is somehow trying to get rid of pants. Hmm. Go on. I, 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 that's all I got. I, I just have, I have a feeling that you're not the first person to be like, you know, it's better than pants. It's not pants.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah. I mean, okay. Let's think about this logically. Let's think about this scientifically. Okay. And break it down a little bit.
2: You didn't enhance the underwear. You, you enhance the, what's outside of the underwear experience. Uh, right. Yeah.
0: What's what's if you would have
2: th- told me you just cut off the flap <laughs> so that you were hanging out at all times, <laughs> then you would have enhanced no. the underwear. No, but I got you thinking now. How good are you with the sewing machine?
1: What's better? What's better than wearing like old school Wranglers, right? Wearing fucking Levi's that are soft and comfortable. They fit a little better, mm-hmm. and then you can move around a little more. They're not as rigid. What's better than wearing Levi's? Those fucking stretchy jeans. What's better? Uh, even yeah. if they're Levi's, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. What's better than that? Fucking pajama pants. Like it just is. It's more comfortable. Basketball uh, shorts. Yeah. Basketball shorts. Take it a step further, right? I feel like a kilt is just the next evolution. And if you got a no pants, got, and if you got a denim kilt, like that's still going to be better than pants. But what if you get into like um, pajama style, but kilt? Chop.
2: I so think you should check I out have... the mini skirt. It's breezier.
0: <laughs> so what I have is uh, it's a tactical kilt. So it's uh, Okay, so when you're it's, fighting- got, a, it's got a fanny pack. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: got a utility belt. That way when you're uh, fighting the terrorists, you you know, you can also wear your kilt and be comfortable and let your balls float. Wait, you got
2: the yeah, su- sure. you got the supreme kilt with the Gucci fanny pack matching?
0: No, so what I ha- <laughs> it's uh it's not it's not denim, but it's not as soft as like uh, pajamas or something like that. It's uh it's a more rigid material, but well-
2: like your grandma's fuzzy blanket.
0: No, it's, it's not, not so fuzzy.
2: fuzzy anymore as it is just like abrasive like a old kitchen sponge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, not even close to that actually.
1: No but uh, what what, what, if, but what about just like straight cotton you know you have like the straight cotton pajama pants, long pants that have the uh-huh. the cock slot you know yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. sure. <laughs> so what if you had that but a kilt with an elastic waistband? I mean, it's a skirt. We're talking about a skirt here. But yeah, that's that's a skirt. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, back to my
0: point. You should check out a miniskirt. <laughs> uh, this one, this one's a little bit more complicated. Like it's got uh, four buttons around the waist, and then it's got two uh, like straps that hook the like one side into the other. They go on your hip. Sounds complicated. But once you get that bitch on, you don't have to take it off for like anything.
2: Chop, how worried about you should I be right now? not at all
0: (laughs) are you sure
1: he's evolving (laughs) yeah i'm living the dream dude (laughs) i will say how about this though there there's a point where this no pants concept um falls apart and that's you don't want to be completely naked you start fucking chafing your balls rubbing against your leg like it's getting messy you're leaving fucking sweat stripes on the couch dude i don't know completely naked
2: inside is totally cool no, completely you, naked outside is less cool
1: don't sit on your couch completely naked that's gross you're gonna leave a fucking sweat stain on the couch nope
2: we use baby wipes clean
1: as a whistle i'm not talking about poop i'm talking about sweat
2: butt know. sweat dude my house is 66 degrees i don't sweat in my house tripping i have the opposite problem it's cold in there
1: well but then <laughs> you're walking
2: around your house naked and there's shrinkage so it's my house Don't be shrinkage if i'm okay with it
0: I'm. I'm gonna take this a step further and even say that without the David Archies, this wouldn't be as glorious of a uh, a discovery for me. Yeah, it's flat flap. <laughs> but <laughs> but when you combine the two, it's a it's a marvelous thing. Like you just flip up uh, your kilt in the front and then pop out of the, the little David Archie hole and you're fucking golden, man.
1: Yeah, you're straight up Flappy Bird. So I've got you sold on the David Archies, I think.
0: With this new innovation, there's little little room for uh doubt at this point.
1: Dude, the, Davey, the David Archies are legit. Dude, they're fucking made out of bamboo or some shit that's super comfortable.
0: It's I will soft. S-
1: they they're my wife's
2: favorite underwear. And you can just Yeah.
0: It, which it that's for sure. It does. Also can it, it be a bad thing a package.
2: though. Cuz days that I put on those underwear and like leave the house in the morning to go to work, she's like, "Why are you wearing those underwear?" <laughs> Like, because it was the pair that was on top in the drawer. That's the only underwear I wear. That's what I've got on right now. (laughs) It's the pair that was on
0: top in the drawer. That's what I've got on right now.
1: I only have the one pair, the the tester pair. Dude, it it lifts and presents your cock and balls like they're supposed to be. I don't think I've bought underwear or socks in, like, fucking 20 years.
0: We've gotten into this before, so I don't want to get too much into the David Archie hype. But I'm just saying, uh, throwing a kilt on. It's might, might be something worth checking out.
1: So I have a pair of uh, the cotton like flannel almost uh, pajama pants like I was talking about earlier. And I literally well, I, I have two pairs of them. Um, one of them I left uh, unadulterated. The others I took a pair of scissors to and I cut off and made into shorts. And they are the most comfortable pant- or thing to wear. Like you jump out of the shower and you put those on. It's so awesome. That's like what I sleep in. It's those. Mm-hmm. Dude, I straight up, uh, am a underwear only sleeper. Well, that's what, that's what I'm saying. You nix the underwear and just go straight to these cotton, like shorts. Oh,
0: uh-uh. uh, I see where you're going.
2: Mm-hmm. And now I'm an only underwear sleeper. I see where you're going, but I don't, I don't fucks with that. And here's why you want me to give some background on it? Here's why. Cause the bottoms that I choose are usually week long bottoms. So I have my pajamas, quote unquote, that I wear from the time that usually I like, take a shower to the time that like i go to sleep when i go to sleep at all that all that comes off sleeping underwear and yeah, then i neatly fold that stuff and i put it up if i free ball it i'm less likely to uh, and sleep in it one it's usually pants not shorts so it's too hot but two um yeah i don't want to ruin that set of pajamas <laughs> like the first day that i use it you know
1: Maybe we should ask our listeners. Well, how do you do you sleep in just underwear? Do you sleep in just basketball shorts? Just uh And the only reason pants.
2: Honestly the only reason underwear is to save the sheets. On days that I know that we're gonna change the sheets. Then how the in fuck the are you not
1: that's what exactly what I'm talking about. You don't wanna sit on your couch fucking balls because 'cause you're it's gross. You're gonna get butt sweat on your couch.
2: Nah, if I'm in that mode, dude, nah. I'm not sweating. Uh but not, it in Change I'm sheets, not sweating the butt sweat. In <laughs> Change Sheet's Day though. Change Sheets Day is a no underwear sleeping night. Like just sleep naked that night because you know sheets gonna change tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I don't have enough foresight for that, I, th- I think.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I'm I i do not know. I so I will I'm gonna throw an asterisk in here and say that uh sleeping in a kilt, not the way to be. Don't <laughs> it, do that. Sounds itchy. It's not the itchy part, because again, mine isn't like fabric, it's like polyester or something, but it it will spin. Yeah, fuck like that. Like, as you toss and turn, it'll like turn around you, and that that's no good. So you don't want to sleep in your kilt, but wearing it around the house, like pajama pants, is the shit.
2: So chop. what are you sleeping?
0: Uh, well, not kilts anymore, I'll tell you that. Whatever clothes uh, I was wearing. <laughs> now, honestly, dude, it goes back and forth for me. Uh, I either sleep straight up in the pants I was wearing like I, I can sleep in jeans it doesn't bother me let's, uh, no let's or, talk
2: let's talk normal day when you know that you're going to sleep and you're not just passing out drunk normal day like you take a shower maybe you got work in the morning you're going to sleep what do you wear
0: uh I'm probably either boxers or pajama pants
1: I don't like pajama pants they do the same thing they twist up around you those are good to wear when you wake up in the morning you're gonna go cook eggs on Saturday morning that pajama pants is the way to be. Past do, that, no, I don't sleep in pajama pants.
2: For some reason, I like to wear. I like prefer pants over shorts. I go for pants first, just to wear around the house. Uh, but too hot when I sleep, I run hot. How do you, how do you get your pajama pants twisted? They have leg holes. It doesn't matter. They twist unless they're skin tight.
1: Yeah, I like to roll that, and spin in my. I know, I
2: know what he's talking about, dude. No, trust me. I child, do too. And, and I can maybe they get you a little pants bit, like, and spin them,
1: and you're, you're fucked up. Yeah, and I, that, ah. if I wake up in the middle of the night and my pajama pants are twisted, I take them off and go back to sleep. Dude, if I wake up and have pants on, I take them off. Period.
2: Doesn't <laughs> matter. It, it, yeah, and apparently it doesn't matter how drunk I am or where I'm passed or out where of. I'm
0: asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's valid. I, and honestly, like I, I I do agree. I sleep in boxers most of the time, also. But that said, again, I can pass out in jeans or pajama pants or whatever. But uh, I can pass I know, out man.
2: in anything, but most nights I pick and choose, and I, I put myself to sleep.
1: Huh? Yeah. If I wake up, if I wake up in the middle of the night and I've still got all my clothes on, I'm stripping down my underwear, and I'm wearing David Archies. Yeah. Good way to be. Good way to be. Dilly dilly.
2: <laughs> Speaking of, while we're, while we're going back to uh, party etiquette, if you pass out on somebody's living room. Uh, don't, <laughs> don't don't just remove your pants.
1: <laughs> oh, but in, in the same vein, if if uh, someone passes out on your couch and you're like, you know, yeah, no, fuck that. If someone passes out on your couch, you give them a blanket straight up.
2: Depends it, on how drunk.
1: Yeah, if you're if you have the presence of mind to give them a blanket, just throw a blanket. You don't even have to cover them up and tuck them in. Just fucking put a blanket on the couch somewhere.
0: Throw a you know? throw a blanket in their general direction. Right. So that they can find it when they wake up freezing their nuts off because they took their pants off. Yeah. And that
1: way, when they wake and, up in the middle of the night and they take their pants off, they're like, oh, cool. There's a blanket. And then in the morning, it's not that awkward when you wake them up and you're like, yeah. hey, here's an
0: omelet. And they're like, oh, I need to put my pants back on. In the to... morning, when your wife and girlfriend comes out and walks Both. past the couch, all they oh, see is no, a covered blanket in instead, of, uh, <laughs> instead of seeing a guy with his pants off.
2: So some foresight here. If, if you have big old doggos, which most people have big old doggos. Um, a good idea is to cover your couch in blankets so that it's protected from big old doggos. But also, when somebody passes out on your couch, they already have a blanket. Covered in dog hair.
1: Covered in dog hair.
2: Dude, it doesn't matter. I could go pull a blanket out of the fucking cabinet and it would be covered in dog hair. It doesn't matter. i pull it out of the dryer. Like, right after <laughs> it gets done drying, i pull it out. It's still covered in dog hair, homie. That shit is, yeah. like... No, that's, that's true. It's goddamn, like, super magnets, bro.
0: Sticks to yeah. everything i you dude, know that you actually know, that actually brings up something that i have been struggling with lately Did, are your slacks magnets for dog hair dude everything is you no know, my hats here's the, the thing
2: that i do the most like because we've got the little things the rollers where you pull a piece of paper away and it's super sticky you yeah, know? yeah yeah you roll it and pick up the dog hair you what i uh roll more than any other piece of clothing that i have is my hats my hats collected like no other, dude. It's fucking ridiculous. Always, dude, with, the, see, my always hats, with the hats. My hats. I rolled my hat before it. I came over. Check it out. Yeah, I was my to say, you seem that have A
1: whole lot of dog hair on you this time, which is rare for you. Yeah, dude. I roll.
0: My hats don't ever <laughs> seem to get that bad, but <laughs> That's my the way like you roll. slacks, like actual dress clothes, slacks seem to be so bad for me. Like they just collect hair. That's all they do. Oh yeah, dude. And anything black, you're asking for it.
2: Uh, anything fleece. True. Uh, Not only does it collect it, it will not release it ever. Like, you can wash your fleece shit, and it's still going to have dog hair in it after it comes out of the washer.
0: Luckily, we live in Texas, and we don't have much need for fleece. That's true. That's fine. Shit. I wear fleece all the time. But it's 60
2: degrees in my house, so... (laughs) And it collects the dog hairs. At this point, I wear fleece um, strategically. Yeah. does it even have to be cold outside? You wear fleece because it's kinda of like dusting whatever room you're hanging out in.
1: <laughs> you're cleaning? Yeah. <laughs> Roll around on the carpet a little bit.
2: Yeah. Cleaning.
0: Cleaning, for sure. Oh my god. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna change gears here. So since we've been locked up, <clears throat> I started watching more movies, which is not like me at all. I don't I don't really watch movies. But I've been doing it. And uh I, I got on this kick lately where I've been watching all these like so in early two thousands or like mid two thousands, we got into this kick where we made a bunch of like gothic movies that were uh like supernatural oriented, like uh Constantine and the Underworld series and uh Van Helsing and uh I don't know, I Frankenstein, which was later, but you know, all all that shit. Kate Beckinsale. Dude, that first set of Sherlock know.
2: Holmes movies was pretty dope and that Mike Mike fall into that category
0: yeah i can see that
1: uh I, uh I i think i know exactly what you're talking about chop and i think that where this trend started and and i also want to throw out there uh like 300 and um sin city Sin Th- City. Mean, yeah those are very much like dark gothic uh a scanner darkly like you've got this weird like comic book thing going who was the Rodriguez, mm-hmm. was it the Rodriguez brothers? No, it was Robert Rodriguez. He's from Austin, by the way.
2: Yeah, the, the what were those, Death Proof? No. Uh,
1: oh, the Grindhouse movies. The Grindhouse movies, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was oh, that. yeah, yeah. Um, and I, what I, where I'm going, though, is I want to say that all of this stemmed from one event, one uh, moment, and that is The Matrix.
2: Dude, okay. Yeah, for sure. When I was growing up, and I grew up in a time where I was er- like, either late middle school or early high school when The Matrix came out, you know? Um, and I, I saw The Matrix as soon as it came God out. God, you old. And I, dude, I drugged my stepdad to see The Matrix while it was still in theaters. And I was like, bro, you don't understand. This is a movie like no other movie that has ever come out before. And mm-hmm. it's totally going to change everything. And it blows my fucking mind. And you have to come see this movie. And he went with me to see it, actually.
1: Yeah, The Matrix is one of those stories that, dude... How hard is it to come up with an original thought? Somehow the Wachowski brothers did it. The Matrix. Dude, and it was an original thought that was so fluid,
2: it literally entered flawlessly into everybody's brains and thought process. Mm -hmm. Like for where the world was at at the time and all of the things, and the cinematography was done perfectly, and they used just the right amount of special effects. Dude, it
1: was fucking great. And And the acting was great. The story was great. I do want to say, though, The (laughs) The Matrix 2, The Matrix 3... fucking forget about it can all fuck off yeah (laughs) like they don't matter
2: it's fun it's fun to watch kind of like the blade trilogy speaking of this falls right into your shit uh yeah exactly what you're talking about chop is the is the blade trilogy like the first blade is where it's at two and three can kind of fuck off but at the same time like if you're going down this movie wormhole and doing the thing like watch blade as the trilogy watch the first three yeah you know what i mean so i feel like the matrix watch the first two the third one doesn't fucking matter
0: the how this whole thing kind of spawned was uh, for whatever reason I got it in my head that I wanted to watch Underworld, and it was because when Underworld came out, I was like 12, and it fit right into what I wanted to watch then. And you, but, you uh,
1: masturbated vigorously to Kate Beckinsale.
0: Dude, I was like 22, Definitely. and it fit perfectly
2: into what I wanted to watch then. And you also <laughs> masturbated yeah.
1: vigorously to Kate Beckinsale.
2: <laughs> so
0: what no, I wanted we had to Jim Jameson, bro. <laughs> What I wanted to do was watch the Underworld movies, and so I went and, like, downloaded those and watched uh, the first couple, and then I was like, man, I, I want to dig into more of this, so then uh, my girlfriend was watching I, Frankenstein, which is literally the same fucking people, uh, and then we were talking about, like, Constantine and that kind of shit, and I was like, damn, I want to watch The Matrix, and I downloaded The Matrix trilogy also, which, you know, I, I get it, two and three kind of don't matter, but... Uh, Two's not that terrible.
2: Like I don't know. They all have their place, I guess.
0: Dude. My point was that's where I got to though. Like I started with Underworld and then I ended with like, dude, all of this is just the Matrix. Like I just need to watch the Matrix. That's where I got back to.
1: Yeah, the Matrix, yeah. I wanna I wanna I wanna do an entire show about the Matrix because it's that mm-hmm. fucking good. But I'm not yeah, I won't go into it that hard right now. Yeah. Um, ter-
2: uh, Terminator
1: great fucking but see that it's a little bit different because terminator terminator one is a horror movie terminator two is an action movie and terminator two is better same with uh same with uh alien the first alien movie is a horror movie the second alien movie is an action movie and the second one's better very seldomly does the second one outperform the first really interested i think aliens is better than alien and i think terminator two is better than terminator um, but i think predator 1 is i mean obviously the only way to go the best predator mhm dude i actually enjoyed
2: i know we've we've talked about it and people hate on it a lot but i actually enjoyed predator versus alien it was a fun yeah, concept yeah I, I do too it was a
0: fun concept i actually like that movie uh, uh, but again that kind of fits into that same like kind of uh it's almost campy but like it's not quite b list but it's just not a really good triple a but it, it fits that like niche perfectly you know mm
2: mm-hmm. mhm see Uh, goth is the is the term that keeps hanging me up though because when i think goth i definitely think uh girls of the craft and that 90s grunge which so that was yeah that's even
1: what leads up to the matrix and and first of all the matrix is a way better movie than the craft but we couldn't have had the matrix if we didn't have movies like the craft or uh uh like idle hands or like those dark like Kind of weird movies. I don't. This you know? was a
2: dark comedy, though. That uh, I love that movie. That was a total dark comedy, though.
1: What was another one? Uh, like the Lost Boys.
2: The Lost Boys could be considered that. Dude, do you, do you talk about generation differences, though. Like Lost Boys came out in like 1984 or something, and The Craft came out in like 96.
1: Really, are they that far apart? Yeah. Well, I feel like we need both those though, like to get to the to where the Matrix is, and that was our last big our last big checkpoint.
2: Oh well yeah, the matrix definitely they changed the game. They they set the bar high, you know. There was a number of movies that came after that that were trying to hit that bar like Independence Day and uh, Oh yeah, and they didn't have it. Yeah, no. I
0: will I will say you know what led me into uh or what what uh watching the underworld series and stuff like that led me into afterwards was uh I went back and rewatched Love Death and Robots. So good. So good. So much fun. Yeah. I literally watched the entire series again last night and it's fucking awesome, man. That's that's a really wicked show. All right, Chop, tell them where they can find us. So our website is up. It's whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. We have links to everywhere you can find us on there. That includes Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, all your favorite podcasting apps. Uh, we have new content all the time and new episodes every Monday. So be sure to check it out. We'll see you next week.